even work here anymore? I don't I, know. Barely. <laughs> it's just today. This yeah. is the only day that we actually share in the office besides Saturday, Sunday now. So right. I think that's when probably we're going to start to look to do it. It's like before PPL. Yeah, I think that's going to be an ideal spot. So uh, this is Friday, but I mean, more importantly, maybe on Saturdays and Sundays we'll get you know going into this stuff. Either way, I mean, I'm, I'm excited because... It'd be a good PPL pre-show. It's a great PPL pre-show, but it's also great to just, you know, I, I'm sometimes it's just good to talk. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. I feel like, sure, you're not wrong. I feel like, you know, uh, <laughs> this is not a sexist comment. I'm not going to be the next Cam Newton here. But I feel like um, girls have a very good natural tendency to spend time talking with each other. And I think guys, I they, they chat, that. but they don't necessarily, I don't think it's like our modus operandi to just be all like, let's just sit down and talk for an hour. The you gift know? of gab. The gift of gap, right? You know, we're fragging out, we're doing other things, playing sports, this and that. I mean, it's very stereotypical. I'm throwing a lot of, you know, stereotypes in there. But I, I actually feel that in my life. So it's cool. It's always been nice to have these, like, moments to chat. Um, so today we have a very packed sh uh, show for you guys uh, who are watching. We're going to take some callers for the first time um, on Discord. So if you guys want to jump in, make sure you do exclamation point Discord uh, to be able to get the link and join the waiting room. It'll be the main lobby or the stream lobby. You can join there and we'll drag you in at the kind of the second half of the show to be able to just ask us a question. I don't know how this is going to work. This is a surprise to me too. So yeah. Um, We'll figure out how that goes, and uh, it, it's time to get going, man, because we've got a lot of stuff to talk about, Nick. Um, the first thing is, though, since you've been gone for so long, what have you been doing? What's been up? What's been up in life? Gaming. You gaming hard, huh? New games. Yeah. Talk to me about pretty these, much, these pretty new Pretty much uh, the Fortnite VR okay. is what I've been jamming on for the most part, and uh, I'm going to... How's the tune? How's the riff of the jam? It's good. Yeah. I'm liking it a lot. It's uh, It basically... It kind of flip-flops everything that I get frustrated with in PUBG. So when I get frustrated with PUBG, I go to Fortnite. And then vice versa, when I get mm. frustrated with the gunplay sometimes, like the RNG spray of the gunplay in Fortnite, then yeah. I'll go back to PUBG. So it's a nice little balance for me. But Fortnite's quicker, so if I have like time yeah. for like one game, and it's like it's like 20 minutes, I think, from like drop to win. Whereas oh wow! PUBG can get close to like forty. Yeah, yeah. And so. then that, and the twenty minutes extra is basically looting usually or running to fight yeah. somebody. So the map is just way bigger. I think map yeah. is like easily twice the size. Do you think it's uh kind of here to stay? You think it's kind of the the main you know just attraction of the moment, flavor I of the think, week? Or I mean, as long as I continue to support it, it is like it's free to play, right? So it's got that angle. Um, a big thing they got to work out that thankfully I haven't run into too much is the cheating. Because, mm. um, you know, you literally make, I felt like making a pretty hair account instead of my murder train account. So, like, I literally just snapped a new account in like two seconds, right? And right. I'm back in the action. Whereas, mm. like, if I get banned, it's two seconds back in the action, still cheating, right? Right. That's that's tough. I mean, how do you because this game is all about just that momentary experience. There's no real. I mean, you're losing some clothes or something like that. Like in PUBG, it's not like a big <laughs> deal. You still get the same game. I don't know. I imagine that's a little bit difficult, but probably, you know, not the main... Hopefully that's not owning. It doesn't seem like that's owning your experience. I, it's like I've, you're having a good time I've been otherwise. killed by two, two cheaters, maybe three, and I've been playing for like two weeks. <laughs> you're lucky you didn't play that Call of Duty beta too much, man. I, I heard... I, yeah, <laughs> like... It was insane. It was I don't the, know. It was the best cheat I've ever seen. I just, what did it do? I'm it... impressed. I'm not even mad. I'm impressed. This cheat is awesome. I want to use it. I'm back in my own. I'm in my old days saying, "Man, I want to cheat. This is great." Headshots, 180, never miss my head. I mean, it was perfect, and the guy wow. knew what he was doing. Um, it was almost so amusing. I, I uploaded like four minutes of gameplay because I was like, "I'm getting wrecked," but this is actually pretty entertaining to watch. Yeah, I forgot. I did play that just like the first day though. Like Diggy Dog told me it went live. We played at like four in the morning or something, and that was pretty much it. I never got a chance to play again, but. 
that they were apparently pretty bad because I even had my buddy text me like, "Bro, have you been on?" And I'm like, "No." He's like, "Every game, dude. Yeah, every game. Yeah, I can't do anything." I think also you get into a lobby in those games and you can kind of stay in the lobby. And sometimes the best way to just is just to leave. Literally, it's just yeah. to get out. Um, either way, it was pretty funny. All right, we, we talked about. Game. I haven't been playing a lot of games, but I have been watching some new TV shows. You know me. I'm on my shows. Yeah. Um, there hasn't been that kind of cultural phenomenon yet. One thing I did watch, though, it was pretty funny, is uh, The Handmaid's Tale. You heard of that? Okay. I've heard of it. Okay. Rings a bell. It won, like, every M- Emmy might be this from year. you. It's because it won every Emmy this year. It pretty much won, like, Best Show. It won Best Actress. It won Best Supporting Actress. It won um, – everyone was nominated, and it was just this incredibly – really crazy show that my mom described to me as like 1984 and it is it's actually about for those of you don't know the premise it's about a a a society like america that is essentially america but people stop being able to have babies so essentially the the most important commodity is fertile women oh and so everyone tries to escape is it just the chicks or is it like dudes too no it's got well i mean well that's the thing uh, there are a lot of guys who are infertile, but what happens is they go back to this biblical kind of notion of like the Bible and the ways things were done in the past of like a patriarchy society. So they're like, we're obviously losing, like this is a sign from God that we can't make kids. Let's go back to God-like ways. And they basically, everyone tries to escape. They hunt down, kill anyone who tries to escape. They attack, you know, Washington and this and that. And these guys take over this world. They call it Gilead. And they group up the fertile women and call them handmaids and send them to houses of high-ranking officials and for the officials to have intercourse with them uh, while their wives, who are infertile, hold the maid's hands uh, just to make a baby. And it's this really weird ceremony, and it's all about this one handmaid and her life trying to escape from this hell that is this twisted version of what the worst situation could have ever happened. I feel like America. that would be a pretty tough sell for me. <laughs> it's, uh, Just it's, hold her hand, babe. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be fine. Uh, You'll like it. <laughs> um, one, of my, one of the things I'm hearing is that we did get a sub. Uh, Daco Miner, thank you for joining us. We appreciate that uh, for you dropping by. Again, if you guys want to sub, Amazon Prime, Twitch Prime, whatever it is. It's still half off, actually. Still half off. And Subtober. Oh, so it's Subtober now. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's cool. So you can sub for half off, and it's still the same uh, amount. Uh, feel free to do that. This is not exclusive to sub, so everyone can talk and join, but interesting. That was cool. Also been watching Mad Men. Is that a movie or a TV show? Handmaid's Tale. TV show. It's oh. on Hulu. Also been watching Mad Men, and Mad Men... One of the main girls mm. is the girl who's the star in Handmaids. I didn't realize this. Which girl? And uh, in, in, uh, it's not the – it's like the assistant girl who's uh, John Hamm's assistant. Gotcha. In so she's the star. But that was in 2007. This is two, that's 10 years later, and I happened to be watching both of her shows. <laughs> that's crazy. I didn't realize it was her until I Mad finished. Mad good. I've yeah. actually seen Mad Men. Um, and, uh, and then, yeah, we, you know, we spent a lot of time on this. But let's talk about the, the, the PPL now. Let's get into the action, the root of the action for the Palins Premier League. What did you like? I mean – it was pretty exciting. Pretty much everything. I mean, we had our stomps, but uh, I think we saw the stomps coming. And then the good games, I think, you know, we expected. I didn't expect Navi Fnatic to be as good and as close as it was. Right. Um, I think uh, I think Navi are definitely right in there with Nip and Fnatic. Kind of like you got to call these 51-49 type of deal yeah. on any given week. It could go any given way. I mean, and that's kind of the scary part for my VIP picks, dude. That's yeah. scary because I have no idea. Literally, it's a toss-up. I was wrong. I, yeah. I, I thought Fnatic would clean that one up, and Navi just showed 
Showed they were ready, man. Yeah, they definitely were. I mean, they look really great against uh, Virtus Pro as well. And uh, over in NA, the Renegades and uh, Envious, they're all looking good. It's it's tough to call NA right now. G2, clearly ahead of the pack. SK still looking for their first win, so mm -hmm. I think they have a lot to prove this weekend. Yeah. Um, and I was actually playing with Vex a little bit last night. Oh, really? He was saying, I think week three is like their, their free weekend. They're like going to farm that week and get like two wins or something like that. So... That, that there is some element of that, right? You can't judge a team too much off the break because some right. weeks are going to be way easier than others. Uh, it's just kind of the way it is and the way the format plays out. I mean, they played they played G2 last week. SK played just... Who did they play? I feel like they played G2. Did they? Yeah. I really do. I feel like G2 won 2-0. Uh, that makes sense. I, can't, I don't know why I can't remember. I think... I think SK have only played once. Yeah, they did. I think they played G2. Oh. And I think that G2 then, well, then played... Again, yeah, uh, you can't really judge them too much yet. Exactly. This week will be very telling because I believe they play Splice and Envious. And and then G2, they play, you know, this Cusk Cutie and Wardroom and these guys, they play the Renegades, who yeah. I I mistakenly, my VIP picks was just, I'm, I'm still getting used to these teams, but I thought Shady Shades, I keep, for whatever reason, I thought he was on Envious, but I realize now that's the random noob team yeah and it's like i needed to associate the new names with the thing so that's random noob and then shady shades renegades he wasn't there but it was vandy and those right. guys at 3-0 g2 in the pgs so right. cuss was doing his vip picks i don't know if you saw his his video mm -mm. but he thinks two things differently from what i think at least he thinks navi's gonna win um over nip Actually, no, he doesn't. But yeah, I think that's the one he. It's it's a Navi game. I think that he thinks they're gonna. Well, it's Navi versus Nip. They're gonna get. I think Navi only played once this weekend. I might have misspoke. I, I I'll figure that out. But there was one we disagreed on. It was kind of like an important game. Um, but then he also says that there's no way they are gonna three zero us. There's no way they're gonna beat us. There's no way that they're, that would ever happen again. And there's no way it's it reason it should have ever happened, which is interesting. No reason it should have ever happened. What do you? What do you think, like, reading into that? I think the reason it had, it did happen was probably probably a little bit of a bad day for them and the Renegades just being solid that day. Right. As well as G2 haven't probably felt a lot of pressure in a while. So right. I don't know if that how they knew, if they knew how to, like, play from behind while losing. They probably weren't really used to losing, um, at least in, you know, that level of competition. Plus, it's a PGS, right? Right. Maybe you're not there all that week. Maybe, you know, you stayed up late the night before because it's not – the be all end all tournament for you, right? And Renegades, I mean, they got a they just kind of came out of nowhere, right? So right. it's not like we were like prepared for that. And I feel like it was just kind of <laughs> over before they realized what was happening in a way. Uh, so I still call that G 2s way. I think they're going to be prepared. They're going to be ready. Um, and again, it's not this. It's not exactly the run back because they don't have Vandy. They've got Shady right. Shades now. It's not like Renegades got any weak, weaker by picking up Shady, but it's just a different team. You got to get used to it again. It, it almost felt like Renegades had that uh, kind of. They, they're having to build up, you know, with that new roster. Shady Shades, I think. I don't know about Vandy. We know about Shades. We know his his potential is insanely high. We know Vandy's probably is as well. We don't know how high both of them get. But if you're saying that Shady Shades brings us this high level of potential, but also the experience. You know, I think they haven't ramped up fully to his potential impact yet. At least watching last week, I feel like he was getting it, going through the motions, getting into that shades that we say and just make us scream when we're casting. Um, but I think from an experience perspective, they were able to combine the best of both worlds and still like right. do what they needed to do last week. This week, though, it will be telling to see. Um, you know, Shades has played against you know G two probably more than any of the yeah. guys on Renegades. For, yeah. So he's providing a lot of experience and awareness of that. So I think this is um, this is probably the reason why they picked him up in the 
in the PPL, in my opinion, just yeah. for these matchups, awarenesses, and that he's still just a great player. Yeah, I think he just he came, he was looking to come back to the scene, I think, and uh, he told me he just basically hit up Z one, and they were like, oh well, you know, the Renegades are looking for a guy, and I think it was just through Vanny said philosophical differences about how to approach the game, how to approach scrims, that right. sort of thing. And so I, I feel like Shady Shades was the easy call because he's A, trying to get back into the game, yep. and B, probably doesn't have a lot of like opinions right now about like how things should work. Right? right. So he's probably just like, park this man on Leon. He's doing you know relatively the same stuff as Vandy, right. but he's not you know biting back at us in the way we want to do things. Wow. Interesting. You never know. I, I would love this sometimes in comms with yeah, I wonder who's like the, <clears throat> the guy, the main driving, voice. Yeah. driving Renegades. Or maybe it's two people. Maybe it's three. I don't know. We got the we got the throner in the house. What's up, Envy the Throner? How you doing, man? Um, and Dackel Minor, don't worry about it, guys. We will be opening up for calls um, very very soon. Probably in about 10, 15 minutes, we'll do the last fifteen with calls. In case anyone, we may only have a chance to have one or two. I see uh, a few people waiting in line. It's uh, we have a couple calls, so hopefully we'll get at least two for you guys who are in the lobby right now, and then we'll be able to uh, chat a little bit. All right. Well, the PBL is going to be exciting this weekend. Make sure to stay tuned. It's it's 3 p.m. Eastern time on Saturday and Sunday. Saturday is North America, uh, Europe, excuse me. Sunday is North America. We would have more time to talk about this. We started a little bit late today, and we've got something at once, so we actually got to move through this part. But the PBL is going to be amazing. Uh, now, Nick, let's talk about let's talk about just OB60. Let's talk about content. Okay. Let's talk about you know there was a lot of changes that happened. I mean, we were sometimes. You know, at this point in our game, we 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 were like, man, I didn't even know this change was happening. Or wow, this is crazy. Yeah. Like, so um, I've tried a few. You've tried a few. There's a bunch that have happened. Anyone that particular strikes you as the most exciting? Um, probably, probably the Andrew Punch. Yeah, I think uh, makes a couple more loadout cards maybe viable. I haven't had the chance to really mess with my loadout That's yet. That's right. Because I only played a couple of games. Uh, but yeah, he's a lot of fun, and it's just like it's very satisfying to kill somebody with the punch, <laughs> dude. I got like tr I saw this dude get like play of the game, and literally all his kills were punches. Just, <laughs> just bah, bah. And Dare just me, 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 melee <laughs> only, Andrew. <laughs> melee only, Andrew, dude. It was. It used to be the only idea with Andrew was like reversal only kills or defiance only kills. Now defiance only kills actually could work. Yeah, it's uh, it's better than before. The thing is though, I have this, I have this feeling about the punch. Now hear me out. Let me okay. know what you think. I think the punch should come out faster. I feel like it's real faster. slow. Like I feel like this this is like, you know, real mm. kind of slow. I feel I was feeling that there there's a lot of recovery time on the punch, which it is. I, which is understandable. It is. Um, I think that's the Garrett you have to pay the opportunity cost for punching someone uh, for 600 guaranteed damage in a melee 700 position. 700 guaranteed damage. Uh, without, uh, you know, and then not being able to immediately shoot afterwards. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it makes it's designed to be a finisher, I guess, at that point. Because it's not, you don't really do, you can't really do much afterwards. And if they're not dead, then you're probably dying. Right. But I mean, I just, I personally, I feel like, I feel like the, uh, I don't know where there is. Maybe it is the lockout. Maybe it's something I'm reacting to. But the flow, I feel like, ooh, a little heavy. A little mm. heavy. Like, you know, wake up a little, little earlier in the morning, Andrew, and throw. throw I've only that, played one or two games with it, and I haven't really felt that. But it might be because I wasn't using it a whole lot. I wasn't mm. used to using it yet. It just mm. wasn't a part of my muscle memory, right? Yeah. I've, you know, you get so much ammo most of the time. You're playing with nine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is now with Dark Soccer more than enough to kill basically anyone. So I wasn't needing the punch a lot right yeah i guess that's true i mean his weapon's so good it kind of is a weird time to yeah. have this awesome punch because everyone just loves the weapon uh but yeah interesting interesting kind of thoughts on that 
the Lex stuff, you tell me you played a little bit around with the Lex yeah. minimum accuracy changes. That's what I was always hoping he would get. How did that feel? Uh, it felt good. It definitely, um, it, it was, I was able to spray kind of from mid-range and just not really miss. Like, you, you know, you still get like, I think at the very end, you would get two like mad stray bullets. Right. But for the most part, you were pretty tight on most characters. Tanks, you would hit basically every shot. Um, yeah, I mean, it was good. I don't know if it'll be enough to bring him in, hmm. um, but I personally still love that slide legendary, man. I was playing against- <laughs> Are you still rocking that? Kinesa and Strix, and I was like, the only way I could get back there was literally just to slide straight at them with 90% damage reduction. <laughs> so I think situationally, it can be good. Did you did you just not get a slip and slide for your birthday once when you were young? <laughs> yes. Okay. It's just like you're obsessed with this slide Okay, legendary. so you know you have like the, the counter legendary for Zen that you can modify with the cards, right? Yes. It's almost like that, where it's like, they don't know quite how long I'm gonna slide, so half the time, because I had like the super slide cards on, right? So I would always, they would always like try to wait it out, shoot, but I would still be going, and so I would always like eat shots. So I don't know, there's like an <laughs> element of that, well, that kind of wackiness to it, I guess. But um, yeah, the Pip Legendary is the only one I didn't try. I think you, I did. I run. I messed around with it. Combat medic. So Pip now has this legendary that allows him to heal allies and get fifty percent attack speed. But I, I uploaded a video on Shaolin today, and I'm going to reiterate the kind of the thoughts I have and relate it to this pip weapon is that I tried recurve Shaolin after playing Desert Shadow all night, and recurve felt like there was no reason I should ever play recurve, given the fact that what Desert what Sha Desert Shadow gives me in terms of the increased utility for the three seconds of stealth, the increased offensive sneaking up on someone potential, and the increasing escaping from a battle potential that provides, and the 1300 bonus damage that turns a initial impale plus planted into a guaranteed kill on a lot of targets I'm chasing yeah. into the 15%. The 15% is great. It, it was the standard one, but we also just traded out, you know, there were also two weaker legendaries. And I feel like Pip's in the situation where, in my opinion, if you're going to play Pip from this from this perspective where you want to shoot a lot and get a lot of uh, of, of damage off with the, the increased attack speed, you're better off just going catalyst and hurting more per shot that you hit. Um, Pip's a really weird weapon to spam because it's got the drop and the thing and you miss more than you, it's not like an Andro weapon and increased attack speed. Uh, so that was kind of my thought. It was like, I like it, but it's different. It's not better than than Catalyst, in my opinion, and it doesn't serve the Mega Potion mm. role, which is a very unique thing Mega Potion is trying to do. Um, however, I think it's much better than the original um, that it replaced. Sure. So overall, yeah. it's going to give a different play style. So I, I do. haven't played Pip in so long. I'll tell you what, man. You know what oh, the big man. key is? It's the uh, it's the ammo. When you actually use your thing, I run out of ammo before a lot of times. Oh, yeah, only have like six. Only six. It really, you know, you go through it. You can get like four shots off, but. I don't know. It's mm. it's a little tough. The reload time kills a lot of the uh, the DPS, um, but that's gonna be pretty exciting, guys. As we, uh, you know, I think otherwise I haven't chested the Talus buff. I did Anara the other day. That was an older one, but it feels so good. I just love the new, just yeah. so much better than what it did before. Well, M16 Anara. Yeah, I love it. Um, Talus buff's good. Just he, more damage. Yeah, uh, I think it was already for me. It was already a pretty fun kit to play. Um, you're just like, oh man, come on, die! Da, 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 da. <laughs> Get them down to that 600 threshold. You knock them out and peace out is, a little bit quicker. Is it enough to get him into the to the high level? I don't know, just because he's so he's very like in in and out. Like this is my window, and then I'm out for 15 seconds. Hmm. I feel like you know in and out type of play you can accomplish with like wormhole Eevee, except yeah. every four seconds. Hmm. So okay. 
I don't know, but he's got good cards. He has, like, really good, like, stat stick cards. Yeah. Like, I'm coming into this game with, like, life rip three, damage Much better stats three, than you. Move, or nimble three. Like, you can get a lot of stats on that dude, on who already is, like, kind of scary with a steroid, right? So maybe yeah. maybe there is something there. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I mean, he's got uh, potential. His ultimate can be really good. I think people, <laughs> His ult's dope. <laughs> so it's a lot of fun. That extra yell, too, is actually a good little signal that, like, he's arriving. I actually did appreciate that from a being on the enemy team perspective um so we're gonna get into some calls very very soon we've got about 24 minutes left in the podcast uh what i want to do is take we usually take about 10 minutes to do some random conversation stuff we don't have a lot of time to expand on this so i kind of want to i kind of want to settle it down we're probably going to x-nay this stuff but i did want to talk about this funny thing you know my girlfriend was talking today and she had actually mentioned something that we were going to do later or whatever trying to find a place and she had said, what is the name of um, the thing that is pool, uh, but not pool? And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I was, she was like, looked it up. She's like, billiards. And I'm like, yeah, that is actually what pool is called. That's actually pool. Um, and so she's like, yeah, it's like, cool. And I was like, man, billiards. Man, some guys go out and live their lives. And they go, it's like Thursday night. And they're like, I'm going to play billiards, honey. I'm going to the, the pool bar. The pool hall. And they, and they meet their guys and they do that. Or they, you know. And it just got me thinking, what are these kind of interesting hobbies? Like, a lot of people in the world have. I don't even touch. You know, we play games. We do streams. We do this. We're so busy. We don't have these random hobbies. Oh, yeah. So I was kind of like, what are these random hobbies? And if you had to have a random hobby, what would it be? A random hobby. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, this is a real random hobby. Maybe like bowling or something. Ooh, okay. Bowling could be cool. My dad has a bowling ball. Or like squash. You know those guys that go, they go to Lifetime. Racquetball. You walk through the basketball court to go to, like, the squash court. <laughs> they interrupt the game. They yeah. just have the bags. Hey, guys. Excuse me coming through. Yeah. Excuse me coming through. That's the squash you got walk a game. Right there. Got a squash walk. It's like a salsa. <laughs> I got salsa class after my squash, by the way. Oh, yeah. That's good stuff. Um, <laughs> reminds me, the fire funny thought, that Curb Your Enthusiasm is back for a new season. And the first episode was last weekend. It's hilarious, mm. by the way. You gotta watch it. I don't know if you're a curb guy. Is that the? Is that the? I, I think I saw the commercial for it. It's like the bald dude. Yeah, Larry David. <laughs> <laughs> he is just the funniest man. It is actually hilarious. Um, so I'm uh, actually seeing a little bit of a conversation here. Unfortunately, it does look like we will not be able to do call-ins today, guys. Uh, uh -huh. We don't have a mic uh, for the callers, uh, but. How about this? If you have a question, um, which is what I was going to use the call-in for anyway, although we won't hear your beautiful voice, please go into the general chat and type the question out. Be as uh, deliberate and, you know, explanatory as possible, and we will get to it. We'll bring it up here. Nick and I will discuss it. You got some cool hobbies. Huh? So I'm sorry about geocaching? that. Geocaching. That's what I wanted you to talk about. That's what I wanted you to bring up. What is up. that? Geocaching. All right. So we're talking about hobbies. So I did – I looked up this random list this morning, and I said, you know, ran, I literally think oh, I yeah. – random. I was like bird watching, dude. Isn't that just like going outside? Isn't that just <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's like you – like it's almost like yes. hunting. It's like harmless hunting. Yeah. Like, oh, there's one now. <laughs> Trying to sneak up and get the – but, <laughs> you know, I could get like bird – uh, pho photography. I could get bird. I think that's a big part. Bird of it. recording. I think that's part of it. Yeah. I think most bird watchers will like take pictures. Maybe and stuff. maybe bird watching is they too general that, like, of a term. Fifteen foot inch lens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretending that they're shooting the bird. Yeah. It's like a really weird kind of way that they go about it. Um, I thought that was funny though. Just as kind of like when you really think about it, that's just kind of like going outside. Um, cooking is an interesting one. I feel like that's a hobby that I can't enjoy as a hobby because I. It takes a bit I of, like cooking, but... I like cooking, too. 
But I feel like sometimes when I want to eat is when I would want is when I would be able to cook, and I kind of want to eat instead of cook. <laughs> I don't I know. Does you. that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to do my hobby for two hours while it's like, dude. By the way, I should have eaten dinner two hours ago because like I'm actually hungry yeah. now. I just came back from work. I mean, all this other stuff's like uh, it's like eating and cooking like as a hobby eating is not a hobby really right. i cook to eat at the end of the day i want to cook something dope because i want to eat something exactly dope. um the actual pro i don't know i don't know i'm with it i'm with it you see but I'm, i hear what you're saying you hear what you hear what i'm saying all right so g so geocaching let's talk about this um what i what i found interesting and this is something someone told me about earlier it's like a super la thing apparently but i don't know if it happens here i mean it's basically these boxes okay around the world that are boxes that are tagged as a like a a, map, a point on a map for mm. this like geocache app and people put random things in it oh it's an app so when you go into it right it's like a community you join online it's a website probably they have, i think they have an app too i think that's how you find it and you just go in and then you find it and sometimes it's easy to find it's like a box but sometimes it's like in a tree like just in a, a hole that's in a tree and that's where all the stuff is so it's very it ranges from really easy wow. to really hard. You can pick one that's like wherever. You just like choose a box and you're like, all right, I'm gonna try and find this one that's in two hours away up north, blah, blah, blah. And you just spend the day trying to find it. You go on a little adventure. And inside are like knickknacks that people who have found it before or who started that box have put in there. And then when you go, you bring your own knickknacks and you trade like in the video, it was really weird because it was a girl who went and grabbed like a dirty old, uh, she didn't put anything in there, first of all, which I thought was like, what's up with that? And then she has a dirty old orange headband, you know, and she pick, takes it out and puts it on her head. I'm just like, I don't, I don't know if I'm getting my, my clothing from the geocache, but I feel like she went oh, real hard. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. My thighs. <laughs> yeah, a dirty moist towelette. Let me like wash my, you know, wipe my hands with it, you know, I just, rub your eyeballs huh. after that. But it was pretty interesting. So, I mean, would you ever be... It's another uh, just going outside substance. It's a, it's, it is a going outside. It's a purpose. But like a tr it's like a, the idea is it's a treasure hunt, kind of. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. You ever Were you a treasure hunt kid back in the day? I mean, kind of. I was a pretty outdoorsy kid, like building... I like building forts, like mm. tree houses. Dude, forts are great. Stuff like that. But like... As a, as a kid, like legit, like sub 10 kid with me and my sub 10 year old friends, it's tough. Like, how do we get the stuff? I don't have any money. <laughs> Can't go to like a Home Depot. You didn't, you didn't, you Frankie, your dad's in construction. <laughs> how do we build a roof? <laughs> did you guys not have, did your parents have no support for the fort? Is it, I mean, totally I, I kid endeavor? How, I think, I, yeah, I don't know. Like Stranger Things I out I don't here. I remember like going home and asking, like, help. Like, I was like, <laughs> we just kind of wanted to do it by ourselves, I think. There was like a bunch of scrap wood, like, lying around i'm not like from like the projects or anything but <laughs> there was like i don't yeah, even know you are nick yeah, i don't even know are. where we found like all this i think it was because my my buddy's dad was in construction there was like just crap lying around like that we could just mess mm. with it, you know so you guys didn't do the like the indoor fort thing um that's a playing inside of fort building. i don't know why but like when i was a kid like playing and in, going inside even if it was like very close with the front. Like, going inside, like, my mom made a very big deal about it. It was like, no, you have to play outside. And it really? wasn't even, like, a fitness thing. It was like, I don't want you in somebody else's house, like, if unless you ask me type of thing. It was, like, a very weird thing, but it just became almost like a habit. Like, even though this was, like, one of my bet, like, we hang out, like, every day. Like, parents know each other. It was like, you want, like, let's go inside, like, play some games or something. And it's like, I was like, oh, I gotta call my mom. Like, 
I, wow. I can't just like, like, or if I went in like without calling her, it was just like constant. It was almost like I couldn't enjoy it. I was like wow. living in fear. It was, wow. like, it was a weird dynamic. My parents were pretty strict when I was a kid. That's interesting. Um, I wonder what that is. I think like put your shoes in your parents. What do you think they were thinking? Put I your shoes know. in your parents. Put yourself in your parents. Shoes. I don't know. I really don't put don't your know. shoes in your parents. Yeah. I think it was probably more of just like a let us know where you're going to be type of thing. As opposed to just being out in the wilderness, I guess that was okay. <laughs> do you think it comes from like, because like, you know, the show that I'm also watching, and we see her that maybe we could do a call in, so we'll we'll go back and see if we can make it work. As I finish this kind of last thought here, but like you know, it, I think about things that um because the show Blackish that I'm watching is really funny actually, and they have uh kind of this whole family dynamic, and it's a lot. It's from the parents POV, and um a lot of the stuff is like makes me think about you know I was just thinking yesterday it's like my childhood was the greatest gift my parents ever gave me and obviously when you think about it it's like that's true but like the key is it's like there's so much i remember i would just be like watching tv downstairs on my parents bed what was my mom doing why was she not in her room was she just cooking dinner was she working on bills and how to pay this and that like where was my dad who was working i was just like i was so oblivious to like how life was functioning and i was just doing whatever i wanted <laughs> and it's insane to think about shout outs to kids shout outs to kids <laughs> because it's like that is a parent the great one of the greatest things you can give them a, a great childhood and i know a lot of parents try to do that but i mean it's really weird as an adult to go back and think like holy crap like every day i'm so busy i'm doing things taking care of this house if I had a kid, they wouldn't know anything of the stuff that I'm doing, and I'm like doing so much. Yeah, it's really it's really interesting yeah. to think about. Put myself in that shoes. So um, we have uh, we have maybe a call. We're gonna try and take it here, guys. So uh, we'll drag somebody in, and let's see uh, if it can work. Hello. Hey. So who is this? Kong man. What's up, brother? You have a question for us. It's, this is this is exciting. Uh, we're going to do one and then cycle through. But if you're still in and we've gotten through everybody, we may be able to come back to you. So if they become, I think, CC Moon or untargetable while you are channeling towards them. The uh, thank you very much for the question, Kong man. We'll uh, we'll come back to you um, if we uh, have a chance to do some more. But I appreciate it, man. I, I actually have experienced this before, Nick. It's um, it's actually when I try to ult as Talus and people are on their mounts, I get it a lot. Really? Um, and I think it's maybe because it misjudges the distance of how fast people are moving and maybe the mount makes you slightly like because I do at like the, the server misses. Yeah, I think at the start of a round I try because I try to like one of the things you can do with Talos is hop off your mount and then try to just once they're all running like target out the healer and then literally alter like at the start of a fight. So they have to either turn around save their healer and you stop them from getting to the point and then mm. you can teleport back. Um, it's like a cheeky little trick, but that's when I get it the most. I had a Talos do that to me as well from the start of the round, and he missed me. So miss me, miss me. Interesting stuff. We should have another uh, caller able to come through, so we'll take another one here. Is this uh, is this person hearing me? Hello. Oh, okay. Left. But yeah, I think it's like so. Say like I'm getting targeted, and then like I shadow travel upstairs. Mm. I think that's like you would miss it. 
Yeah. Do you like? I can't remember what happened. Do you like go all the way back to the start point? No, you go. So drop wherever you were on the mount situation. You actually go like six feet behind them. You arrive somewhere wrong. Like like where they were. Mm. Maybe when yeah, it's really interesting. No damage. It misses. Yeah. That's happened to me, and I've done it. So I know exactly what you're talking about, Con Man. We'll try and get to the bottom of that. I'll, I'll remember to ask, like, James or or Garrett tonight. All right, let's see. Do we have uh, anyone else coming through? Hey, what's popping? Who we got here on the call? Evan. Your name is Evan? What a coincidence. Wow, dude. <laughs> Soulmates. Soulmates. Your parents were very, very smart people. <laughs> so what's up, brother? What uh, what question do you have for us today? Mm. Great question, Evan. And uh, I guess, can you repeat the question? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to say that as well. So Evan asks. Oh, because Discord? Yes, oh, yes, this is great. Discord. So Evan, and, Evan is asking, um, what are our favorite top three champions and why? So I guess, Nick, you were ha- had a chance to think while I was just talking. Sure, yeah. Say. Okay, I'll start Thank with uh, Evie. Definitely become specifically over the moon. Um, it's a lot of fun, mobility, and just the snowball potential of continuously being able to hop back on the broom, uh, moving around the map, hitting really hard. Uh, kind of for the same reasons, Androxus. Uh, the ability to just continue to chain reversals, nether steps, ammo, damage. It's so fun. Uh, that type of thing. And then probably a third. Who would my third be? Um, you should come back to me for my third. <laughs> come back to you for your third? Yeah, I need a little Is it, We don't got all day, pal. I'm definitely like Evie Andro, one, two, one and two. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. But uh, I guess three, three is probably... I actually had a lot of fun playing Grover the other day. Really? <laughs> yeah. I kind of got he's back great. into Grover for a minute. And uh, he's, he's one of my old favorites. So just for the... For the sake of that, I'm going to say Grover. question. Yeah, Grover's a great one. And he, he really was your old, old go-to yeah. favorite guy. So I can't – you can't be wrong with that. I miss the days of a big dude with an axe. Yeah. Mashing people in the mouth. I know, man. But that's that's old palins. You have to let it go. It's not coming back. I know. Um, one of the interesting things for me, I guess, is that because I play so many champions for, um, like, content and stuff, I've never really had more than one favorite in, in a game. In Smite, I literally – my favorite champion is God is on her, and I've never really cared about number two, three, <laughs> four, five, six, seven, eight, um, just because of the way that I, as a YouTuber and a content creator in general, just want to be not only versed on what other gods and champions do, but be able to play them and have experience with them. So I'm always kind of going back and forth. It's kind of like a gift and a curse because at a time you get so much a breadth of knowledge and the ability to flex pretty well, but then you also don't ever get to sometimes learn the little small things like mm-hmm. that Runa will show you on Eevee of how to how to skip jump or something like that that you know you'd care about or how you know you'll get those little things that only those players who play that champion that much. Um, so I don't have any level twenties. I don't have any like that. If I'm gonna give you a number one though in this game. Uh, it is Bomb King. Bomb King is has uh-huh. been my guy. Um, I don't play him very often. Um, begins because of just who I am and what I do. But um, from the beginning of Paladins, when he first came out, I just thought this was just a great idea. It was a great design uh, by my man Rory. Got to give him a shout out. And uh, I just think that he's he's my favorite. He's a lot of people's favorite. I think I would throw Evie in there as well as like a number two. Yeah, she's a blast to play. I'm a, I'm I'm kind of like Evie Andro, and then like I I like a lot more. Yeah, I don't like like I 
I don't even know that there's anyone that I don't like. I used to not like Ruckus, but he's a lot more fun since Bitey made him fun. Yep. And then, I mean, even like Tinker and Barrack, like I'll mess around yep. with every once in a while. But like, there's no one that I just like loathe playing. Yeah, there's no one that I love playing. I mean, if anything, it's like I don't feel like playing them, but when I do play them, there's a lot of fun to play, discover. I don't play a lot of Ying, but I don't mind playing That's Ying. probably the one that I would probably put at the lowest end of my list. Yeah. I don't know why. That's just what it is. Thank you for the question, though, man. I appreciate it. Uh, we do have maybe time for one or two more, so let's see if we can hear this one. Hello. Yo, what's up? What's up, Evan? Hey, what's up, hey, what's up man? What's is this up, Meta Pusher? Yeah, what's up? What's up, dog? All right, Hi. so can we be heard and he, can he be heard? Yeah, all right. So you you want, man. I think everyone else, we can only hear you. So w what's the question you got, brother? Awesome. Uh, well, so basically, uh, I typed this out. I was wondering with, with you know, how quickly we're progressing in esports for Paladins, we've kind of had um, this two-chair casting thing with, with you guys and with the other guys we, we bring in. Big fan of Rabies, by the way. Great. Um, do you guys see any potential for maybe at lands or some bigger events? to do like a three chair system where you bring on uh you know like a dedicated analyst who can help fill space in between games during the drafting and stuff great question so like a desk segment first of all fantastic question um and yeah for clarification is this like desk or like a dry cast this... or like a desk segment in between Pro games? probably probably both because they have done uh i know we did do tri casting for smite worlds last year i think for semis onwards yeah um, they did yeah but there, there might, it, it would probably have to be a desk for Paladins because the action is so quick-paced. It'd be hard for three people to get words exactly in. Exactly that, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of we Because we thought about tri-casting last year, and we thought about who would be asked type of thing, but exactly that. Like, we were like, it's just too fast. There, there wouldn't be enough space for three people to have meaningful, you know, points. Yeah, I mean, personally, I'm, um, I'm a big fan of, uh, you know, I think the potential that tri-cast could offer, um, even if we were to look at that seriously. But from a desk perspective... Adding a, a more analytical segment before handing it off to the two play-by-play, -play, you know, one and a half chairs that do Paladins casting typically right now is a great addition. I wish we had more of that. I wish we had Desk to be able to do on our daily and PPL casts and stuff. I think that Paladins, um, you know, there's a lot of people who love esports for the action. There's a lot of people who love esports um, for the analytics. And I think having someone who's dedicated to that is a really good, like, benefit for the sport in general. So that's my thought. Thanks a lot, man. I appreciate you calling in. No problem. Take it easy. Have a good one. You and uh, we will most likely have maybe one more, two more, maybe if it's quick. Time is it? We got 12.54. Oh, okay. We're running in. But this is fun. You like this? Yeah. Yeah, this is good. All right. Who we got? Oh, it's Kong Man. Uh, you back. Oh, yeah. Hey. <laughs> What's up, brother? Kong Man V2. Oh, not much. New and improved, uh, dude. How's life been? How have you been, dude? How's the wife and kids? I'm just kidding. I don't know if you know. Uh, well, uh, no wife. <laughs> uh, still no kids, so, you know, single life. It's great. God bless. Uh, m minor question. Where uh -huh. can I get that mug? The mount? The mug. Oh, the no, mug. The mug. <laughs> Are you going to be able to get this one? I have one. Maybe I'll give it away. That'd be a cool thing. Maybe I'll one. give it away at Worlds or something. I don't, I don't, I'm not a mug guy. I don't drink right, anything so out of mugs. I would suggest taking Nick's mug. You may not want mine. It's got a lot of hours on it. There's a lot of miles in I, mug. I'm, um, With some questionable <laughs> substances. Nick knows I'm a beverage man. Um, so I'm, I'm always using this thing. So I, what are you, you drinking want, right now? Cause I've looked at it and I'm just like, Ooh, <laughs> Nick, it's green drink. Is from, it that, is it that smoothie? Yeah, okay. Cause, great. Cause I had one this morning, so I wasn't going to talk ish about <laughs> your drink. Uh, but I was like, that looks like what I just drank. So yeah. I'm not going to like come at him strong with that. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't. All right. Thank you, Kong, man. I appreciate you coming through, bro. 
we got time for maybe uh, one more um, unless anyone's around. And if not, we are all good. Thank you guys uh, for the call-ins. I think maybe we'll just we'll just hold it for today. And, you know, eventually what will happen is I should hopefully have a laptop here, be able to do this a little bit more. We've got a producer in the back helping us out. Um, and that will just make it a little bit more easy for everybody, a little bit more streamlined for um, – I, mean, I don't want to make, every, you know, all this – 8,000, you know, jobs going one man back there. But uh, so far, it's gone really, really well. I appreciate you guys stopping in for the podcast. Uh, today, it has been exciting. And, Nick, I mean, this is this just... This is like the quickest hour ever, man. It's, it's not even been an hour. It's been like 45 minutes. That's why. That's true. We were late. We were late. We were late. But it's okay. For all a very quality podcast, in my opinion, LMTI is, is back in business. Um, we've got, obviously, the PPL coming through. We've got the PGS today. And there's just so much more on the horizon, man. How, you know, you've... You've got a YouTube channel that you post your picks to, apparently, that you still... A Facebook or a YouTube? Oh, are you putting it on your Facebook? I, I, I got to put my picks on Facebook. I got to oh, remember to do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know how it works. Like, I don't know if you, you can, can just like, copy do you, the like, link. link it or do you... You can upload it or you can link it, whatever you, can, you want. Okay, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I've been putting the uh, a thing here to there on my YouTube channel, but there's going to be some YouTube-specific content soon. Maybe. I don't know. We'll it's see. so hard for me to, like, stream something... <laughs> And or like to like I want to make this YouTube thing, but I was like, why don't I just stream it while I do it type of thing? I don't know. It is a it is the age old issue <laughs> in regards to that kind of stuff. And um, I do want to kind of end this that a lot of people try to be content creators. A lot of people have questions, you know, for the podcast. My idea around this, and I'm sure Nick reiterates these thoughts, is to build a a, a kind of a weekly community that is interested in in the conversation, interested in hanging out with each other, interested in hearing what you have to say collaborating coming to decisions sometimes talking about easy things and fun things sometimes talking about maybe a little bit more serious subjects i want everything to be open on the table um and i think that will make this a really cool experience for all of you and we'll all glean uh, a lot from it by i think participating in something of that nature i think it's just good man you know we gotta we gotta take a few things from the late you can't live with them can't live without them one of the things you might have to take is a little bit you know a little bit of chatter a little bit of chatter i think it works for sure nick agrees with me that's it. I think we got to end the podcast there. This is great. All right. No back and forth, guys. Thanks so much for watching. Uh, Nick, where can they find you hanging out most of the time if they want to keep in touch? Uh, mostly, you know, pretty much nightly on my stream, twitch.tv slash Hyrus Pretty Hair, and then at the same tag on Twitter. Awesome. And you guys can find me, of course, here on Twitch. You can find me at YouTube, Facebook, all that stuff. Rain Day, type it up. You should see my stuff come through. Uh, thank you again for everyone who called, who participated. Any new subs or any followers and stuff, that's great. That means you can keep track of the show next time around. And as always, my friends, remember to never give up, never stop gaming, and we'll see you all in the realm. Bye.